going on, fellas? And we live. Uh-oh. We have a little trouble hearing uh King. King, you muted. There you go. All right, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. There you go. <laughs> All right, what's going on, everybody? It's We Three Kings Pod, man. Let's talk about this upcoming sports weekend. First and foremost, obviously, we're going to go into Michigan football. Uh, we have a, a game uh, up coming up against Nebraska uh, that we need to get squared away and talked about. Um, first and foremost, uh, we can start with the expectations of this game, what you want to see from Michigan, um, and maybe even some things that you kind of shaky about, that you uh, maybe a little worried about, if any. Um but yeah, let's go, let's go ahead and get into that. Uh, what you got for me, eh? Well, you know, we're going into Lincoln. You know, I guess that's what they call their uh, it's like they turn that stadium red and all that. Just they red out, I guess. You know, um, to me, um, I'm expecting Michigan. I'm expecting the win. Uh, is Nebraska gonna lay down? No, you know what I'm saying. We're about to face a triple option. You know, uh, this will probably be the this will be the best offense we're gonna face so far. Uh, but I still expect Michigan to go out and dominate. You know, um, we are talking about Adrian Martinez here, who's I mean prone to just give the game away. I mean, Nebraska gave the game away back to. Michigan State. I mean, they had the game. Uh, they're like, their punt uh, team is averaging, it's like 11 yards, right? But if you, out of six games, but if you look at the punter, he's averaging a average of 42 yards. And if, he, if they're only netting 11 yards, that means that's like 40 yards in return coming back on each punt. So they're like atrocious on special teams. Uh, we can't we can't take them lightly, you know. But I, I'm expecting us to win. What you got, Big Willie? Okay, so yeah, with this game, this is uh, this is like another next level uh, expectation I have for as far as the defense goes. Uh, with uh, Martinez, he's he's a, a legitimate dual threat. A quarterback, you know, he's he's tops in the Big Ten in uh, passing yards and tops in pass in um, rushing yards as well. So, I would like to see how our defense will uh, go. Uh, you know, get somebody of that caliber. Um, I do think Nebraska is prone to be to make mistakes, so I think um, we will capitalize on those mistakes. Uh, Michigan, you know, we're, we don't make mistakes right now. The defense and offensive-wise, we haven't made mistakes, and that's going to really um, elevate our game going into this uh, environment. Like I said, it is another night game, so it's going to be a tough environment playing at night, uh, playing in Lincoln. Um, you know, with Nebraska, they, you know, they have revenge on their mind because, you know, when Scott Frost first came into the Big Ten, you know, of course, Michigan put a, a spanking on on Nebraska very well. So, you know, my expectation is to see how the defense operate when it comes to that type of quarterback uh, with that mobility, with that ability to, you know, extend plays and make plays and run out the backfield. Uh, offensively wise, I would like to, like I said, still see the progressions going forward. 
Uh, I know, you know, with Ron Wilson being out, that just opens up another, um, you know, open up another space for, you know, uh, Robert <coughs> to step up, you know, but it also hurts us because, like, he, he's another – uh, down the field threat. So I'd like to see, you know, the, you know, wide receivers, you know, step up some more, uh, you know, keep the running game consistent. And also going back to defense, I like to see like, you know, that, uh, that front seven to be dominant as they was the last game. And like I said, like everyone else, of course, we expecting the victory. Um, but of course, you know, we can't take this game lightly. King. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, y'all pretty much said everything. Um, I obviously have them winning this game. I, I just think, you know, Michigan will, you know, they're on a, a different level this year. We, we've had problems in the past. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had some, some problems in the past with uh, running quarterbacks and um, wait, I hear somebody in the back. You got what you got going on, uh, Randy. Oh, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I was saying I, we had some problems in the past with you know running quarterbacks, man. But I expect the you know the way that we we these these blitz packages that we use and the way that they wing these guys out, man. I expect the uh, the Michigan Wolverines to be able to handle that pretty well this season. So um, I'm not looking for that to be a problem this time around. I'm definitely looking for them to go ahead and and, and win this game. And like I said, y'all pretty much said everything else. Um, but other than that, let's get into some of the other games that we have uh, going on this weekend, man, and, and try okay. to get some picks out here. Before you go, I want to I want to make a comment too, right? Well, yeah. well, Big Willie was saying, you know, uh, how Adrian Martinez is leading and you know rushing and passing, and that's the thing I hate when they come to Michigan, right? So everybody was talking bad about because they want to look at Wisconsin's record, right? But when you want to look at statistic-wise, Wisconsin has the top-run defense in the country. We're talking the country. And when you – but, you know, those statistics didn't mean anything, right? Because to this point up, Michigan has been the only team that's gained over 100 rushing yards on them. But then when it's like when we come to play in Nebraska – you know, they want to keep throwing, oh, Adrian Martinez is leading in rushing for quarterbacks and this. They had 650 yards total offense against Northwestern. Of course, his numbers is going to look good. But he ain't playing Northwestern this week. And like you say, our defense, I, I just really, our defense is, you know, I, and I'm not going to say he's not going to make plays. I mean, the dude is athletic. You know, he's all of the above. But from what we've seen this week, what a Jabo making that leap? I mean, what you going to do? You're going to have to feed yourself to the big boys in the middle. And I know you don't want one of those 330-pound dudes falling on you. You know what I'm saying? So, And, and, and to add to that, I do believe Mark Martinez is subject to make mistakes when he's under pressure. Yes, so that's been his um, Achilles heel over the years with him being yep. a starter quarterback is that once he get pressure, he tries to make plays. And that's when we're going to have to, you know, take advantage of Nebraska is because he's going to try to extend the plays. He's going to try to make a play. We got to get him to make mistakes, which <coughs> I believe will work in our favor. Uh, so um, that's something that I uh, do see happening going into this game. 
And like I said, I, I do see Michigan coming out with the victory, just like I said, capitalizing on the mistakes that Nebraska will give us. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, I knew I agree. Uh, before we get into, uh, you know, picks and, and uh, the other teams this weekend, I just want to take this time to acknowledge the guys that we have in the comments. Nomis J, D. Williams, what's going on? We see you guys here, Nomis. Uh, always supporting as usual. That's my guy. Um, appreciate you hey, guys. Hey, Nomis made, made sure uh, D. Williams was the first one. <laughs> he, got <laughs> you, he got you, Nomis. You put first, Nomis, but D. Williams was the first. <laughs> so let's get into the picks, man. Um, Let's get into these other teams that we have this weekend. So if you want to go ahead and pull up, you know, start that off. Okay. So as as what's currently going on right now, uh, number five, Cincinnati is leading Temple 31 to three. That's in the third quarter. So we won't really worry about that one. But uh, our next game, this is a good one. Uh, Stanford versus number third, number 22, Arizona State. Who y'all got? I'm gonna take Stanford for the upset on this one. With them coming off of that victory over Oregon, I think they got momentum. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Stanford on that one. You beat me to it. I was gonna take Stanford for uh, upset too. Also, I'm definitely going Stanford. Stanford. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with Arizona State. Okay. I'm gonna go with Arizona State. Uh. Next game would have been Coastal Carolina versus Arkansas State. Well, they beat Arkansas State 52 to 20. And I don't know if y'all seen what they did in the locker room. So they had like a stuffed wolf and they had a chainsaw. You know, I guess they don't won the national championship already. But so, oh, Red River shootout. We got number six, Oklahoma versus number 21, Texas. I'm going mm. Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma, man. I'm going Texas for the upset. You know what? I'm gonna go Texas because Oklahoma been skating by these weeks. Skating, skating by. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Texas with the upset this week. I'm going with Texas. I think Texas. It's been a ride, Bijan Robinson, as we know. Oklahoma doesn't have any defense. You know, they barely got the offense this year. I just think Texas is going to get them this year. Okay, next game. Number 11, Mark, uh, Michigan State versus Rutgers. Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State, they're going to handle this one, uh, I think, pretty easily on this, uh, this game. So, I got, um, I got yeah. State. I'm going with Rutgers. Oh, don't, be <laughs> don't be a hater. Don't be a hater. Come on, man. Don't Come be on. that. Do y'all not realize Rutgers beat Michigan State last year? Yeah, that, yeah, that was last year. And they're Rutgers is Rutgers is better. Rutgers is better. Rutgers is limping right now, so I don't see them okay. giving okay. Michigan State. I'm going with Rutgers. We, we will be having the show on Sunday, and when I get to, uh, you know, do my – uh, blue walk on don't, here. Don't you let know. your hate for Michigan State <laughs> cloud your I'm going Rutgers. Don't let it cloud your judgment, my brother. <clears throat> uh, next game, number 13, Arkansas versus number 17, Ole Miss. Where y'all going? Ooh, both of them coming off of big losses they had last week. They licking their wounds. Yeah, boy, I, I Arkansas go with, got to death. They didn't even score. 
I'm gonna go right. with um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Ole Miss on this one. I'm gonna take Ole Miss on this one. I think that I second that. I second yeah, that. I take Ole Miss. I'm going with Ole Miss also. Uh, Nomas had a question in the uh, chat. He said, "What's our opinion on Chris Hinton?" Uh, Chris Hinton is really starting to own that middle, man. You know, Chris Hinton is the, uh, you know, he's the big boy in the middle that's going to get to the sacks. You know what I'm saying? You know, Big Mozzie, you know, he's the plunger, man. And uh, Hinton is really, you know, coming into his own, owning that middle. I'm really impressed with the progress that he's made. You know, he's uh, living up to that five-star deal, you know, when he came in. So uh, that's how I, think, I feel about it. I think with the emergence of a Jabo, it's going to free up some more opportunities for us. Most definitely. Because they're not going to exactly. be able to double team. Exactly. So that will open up some more opportunities. And like you said, uh, finally seeing Chris Hinton come into his own. You know, we've been waiting for him for the last – two to three years to finally show up. I think, you know, this, I think honestly, this will be the, his game. I would say that he's my, my sneaky player this, uh, this weekend to, mm -hmm. you know, to rise up. So I'm, I'm expecting a big game from uh, Chris Hinton come tomorrow. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. I, you, I agree, man. Cause you, well, we got to realize with this, with this defensive line. So they was rolling two and three to eight inside. What a Jabo doing what he's doing, man, that's going to even free up the middle. And I don't see too many guys that's going to, you know, stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with him, with his power, you know, with the, the speed he has. And then, like I said, you got Big Mozzie. You know, this dude can lift the house, you know. So, it's – it's I'm man, it's going to be nice, man. It's going to be nice. So, we all went for Ole Miss. Uh, next game is going to be Vanderbilt versus number 20, Florida. Florida, not even close. Florida. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What's up, Assassin King? Yeah, Florida, that's going to be that's going to be it. Oh, here we go. Number two, Georgia versus number 18, Arbor. Georgia. Yeah. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. Man, Bro, the way Georgia defense is playing, defense. It, 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 it's insane, dude. With that big boy they got in the middle over there, man, I mean, it's just, you know, and, and they, they're coming from all cylinders. They're firing. I mean, that front seven is just it's nasty. Uh, it's, that Alabama and Georgia game and that championship, right, it's going to be a little different. Yeah. It's going to be. A, you know, with that, because Georgia has always been, close they just never can yep. get over the alabama hump for some reason they've been coming so close so many years this is that year for georgia to get over that alabama hump if they both make it to that sec championship game which they I are got, come on i guess with i have georgia this year i mean they yeah i'm going with georgia georgia is prime they've been working on trying to beat alabama these last couple years so when they do i would definitely have Georgia on my mind. Yeah, they. I mean, you when you look at it too, just over the last three, four years, they've been literally competing with Alabama on the recruiting trail, and it, you can see it's just really starting to pay off. I mean, they're one Achilles heel though, that quarterback. You know, uh, JT Daniels. You know, he's been plagued with injuries, man. But when he's healthy, man, that offense is moving, and they got that running game going too, man. 
So and that's going to be a, a clash of the Titans. So our next game is Boise State versus number 10, BYU. Uh, BYU. BYU. BYU, yeah. That's two for BYU. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to roll BYU, too, uh, even though I hate to, but whatever. I, I listen. I'm rock with BYU. We took a chance on their players, and he ain't do crap for us. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, we're not going to bring up the past when it comes to uh, that situation. <laughs> Next game, <laughs> number 19, Wake Forest versus Syracuse. Uh, I'm going to take Wake Forest on that. You know, uh, Wake Forest got a Michigan transfer, a guy that I was real high on. Uh, Luigi, 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 yeah, yeah, you know, he's over there and he's it's, it's working out for him. I'm happy for him, you know. Uh, I know it was hard for him to get on the field, you know, dealing with a lot of injuries and stuff like that, but you know, he's over there doing his thing. Who you going I'm with? Going with oh, go ahead, okay, go ahead. I'm going with. Yo, I was about to say, I'm, I'm gonna be the odd right, man, I gotta, you know, add some sauce to it, so I'm going with Syracuse. I actually was about to go ahead with Syracuse as well. I believe Syracuse is going to pull it upset. This is going we, you know, Saturdays, you know, we always going to have some type of upsets. And I see this game as being one of those ones that just come out the blue, like uh, as an upset alert. So I'm gonna go with Syracuse for the upset. Hey, no, don't be don't be uh, apologetic for asking questions, man. Hey, ask all the questions you we want you guys to be interactive with us, man. Indeed, you know, yes. like they said in school, there's no such thing as a dumb question, man. We don't know everything, so you know, you asking a question might you know trigger our thinking caps and other people that's in the chat. So no, man, keep keep the questions coming, man. Like I say, we gonna we as y'all in here with us, we gonna be looking at them questions and we gonna be answering them. We ain't gonna have y'all just posting stuff and that. Now, answer. Okay. Our next game is number uh, 24 SNU versus Navy. I want one of y'all to lie like y'all know about these teams. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, you know how Navy always is a sound team based off of, you know, the Navy, you know what they're going to run. They're going to, they're not going to pass. You know, you got to be sound against Navy when you play against Navy. But I will say SMU will squeak this one out. But you know, everyone knows when you have those, you know, teams like Navy and Air Force and Army, you know, those are going to be tough yeah, games to play because, because, you know, they're going to be sound at every level. You know, they're very disciplined, but I, I still take uh, SMU on this one. Same. Exactly the same. Yeah, I'm going to ask him, too. All right. Here we go. Game of the week. We're going to have to – let's dig in on this one a little bit. You know, let's not swing on through this one. Number four, Penn State versus number three, Iowa. <sighs> we want to I'm take going, it first. I'm going, I'm going with, Penn State. Okay. I'm going Iowa. They in Iowa City. I'm going with Iowa. I, I see Iowa taking this one. Oh, man. Well, you know, Iowa, you know, being the – the factory for the greatest tight ends that you ever seen in the league. Oh, 
I know. Iowa hat. I, Iowa is they are tight in you. You got to give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to switch and go Iowa. I ain't want to, but I am. I'm switch. I'm going Iowa. I'm, I'm going with Iowa for the victory. Like I said, with them being um, in Iowa City, Iowa's defense has been playing, you know, superb. Um, I'm just not all the way convinced that Penn State is as good as advertised. I believe this is going to be their first test, and I have Iowa uh, taking this one. Honestly, I want Iowa to do because if Iowa win, that just makes it better for Michigan. And <laughs> look um, at that! Look at that! I'm not convinced. Who, who was that, yet. King? Uh, the the greatest tight end ever drafted in draft history. <laughs> uh, Mr. Hawkins. So my, my take on this, right? So uh, I, I'm going to go with Penn State. And the reason why I'm going to go with Penn State is I think it's going to be a clash of defenses, right? And when I look at it, I don't think Iowa has enough offense, offense to yeah. beat Penn State. But I do think Penn State has enough offense to get a player to a big play on Iowa. Uh, this is going to be a true test for Iowa. You know, uh, uh, I think, you know, with Jawan Dotson, I mean, with Penn State, you do leave a look like – uh, like I say, my, my, my thing is I just think Penn State has a little bit more offense that they can get going on uh, Iowa than Iowa getting their offense going on Penn State defense. So I'm going with Penn State. All right. Good Lord. Cincinnati 38, Temple 3. Yeah. But yeah, Cincinnati ain't going to get in the college football playoffs with that lame schedule they be playing. Yeah. They did beat Notre Dame. That ain't nothing. That ain't enough to get you in there. <laughs> you know the you know that you know the most overhyped school in, in history right. when it comes to the top twenty five, they they to <laughs> be in the top ten every year, but you know. Yeah. I think that's more of a politic so, than anything, but continue on. Hey, go ahead and continue on, my brother. Of course our next game, which we already exposed on, was number nine, Michigan versus Nebraska. Of course we are. Got Michigan, so our next game would be number 14, Notre Dame versus Virginia Tech. Hold on, before you answer, before you before you answer, before you answer, Michigan fans, watching that Penn State and Iowa game is very important. It's yep. very important. You need to watch the opponent. You know yep. what we got coming up is very is just as important to watch that game as it is watching our own tomorrow. It's at four o'clock, it's before our game. Check it out. Hey, have your goggles on. You understand? So go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So speaking of Notre Dame, we just, you know, we just spoke them up. Um, tough loss. They just come off of Virginia Tech. I, I think they're going to make some noise against Notre Dame, but I have a sneaky feeling Notre Dame will pull this game out. So I will pick Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm going definitely Notre Dame. Yeah, I'm going to go with Notre Dame also. I just think Notre Dame was just going to go in there and try to big boy run the ball down their throat, you know, mm -hmm. and then just, you know, just take over the game. Uh, no, Ms. Axe, who got the better run game, Penn or Iowa? It's kind of tough to say right now because, I mean, Penn State run game hasn't been what it's been. You know, uh, 
I think they got like 40, 50 yards against Wisconsin. But like I said, that's Wisconsin. Notre Dame only got like 40 some yards. But uh, I believe uh, right now it's Iowa, but it's not by a big margin. So I believe Iowa guys have have a better running game right now, but it's not not by much. Let me see. Yeah, um, let's see what uh, LSU and Kentucky. Oh, actually, Penn State got the better running game. They averaging one eleven point six. Iowa only averaging eighty seven. You beat me to it. I was just headed there. Yeah. So right now, Penn State with the better rushing. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, Iowa got one guy, T. Goodson, who has uh, four thirty and five touchdowns. But like I said, that's over the course of five games. But then you know, Penn State is you know by committee, so they got and the also you know with Penn State, you know their quarterback, he he's got some yards on him too. So we've got to add that in. So overall. Um, I would say what well, Penn State has the better rushing as far as like yeah. numbers goes, but as far as like the running game, I believe Iowa has the better running game when it comes to like the running backs, um, you know, taking you know getting the ball. So it's you know it's 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 still a miss, but we'll see we'll see come Saturday. We'll see come Saturday yeah. how 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 it pan out. Right. Uh, next game is going to be. It's gonna be LSU versus number sixteen Kentucky. Man, LSU is down in the dumps. Oh, you said Kentucky or or, or west or Western Kentucky? You know, Michigan State fans in here. Kentucky. Is it Kentucky? Oh, okay, okay. All right, just making sure. Uh, I'm going with LSU on this game because I think I believe it's because Kentucky they're not used to winning. And they're coming off that big victory over Florida. I think they may be, you know, they're five and They're five and oh. They 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 elevated. I think this is where they slip back into reality and, and you know come out not come out like how they need to and take care of business. So I'ma say I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go with LSU with the upset, which is rare that you would hear LSU with the upset over at Kentucky. Unless it's basketball, <laughs> but in football, that's something that you don't really hear of LSU upsetting Kentucky. I'm going with Kentucky. I'm taking, I'm taking Kentucky. <laughs> I don't know what you talking about? You just want some of that fried chicken. That's why you're taking Kentucky. <laughs> Kentucky ain't Kentucky. I mean, LSU ain't LSU, man. You know they going through a bunch of little turmoil and all of that, so. You know, and then I think some of their players hurt too. So, all those little things, you know, those little things make a, uh, make make a difference. difference. Next game, Alabama versus Texas A&M. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. Alabama. Yeah, what are we even talking about with that game? Alabama. <laughs> Move on. Uh, no, you know, what, what, what I want to say, though, you know, how Alabama just, you know, they want to make up this thing. Oh, we play the toughest schedules. And, Da 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 da, or look, we got Miami, we got Texas A and M coming up, and da 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 da. Yeah, okay. Miami so <laughs> trash. This trash. 
if you look at the schedule Alabama has played so far, they opened up with Miami. Then they played Mercer. Okay, they played Florida. That's they're still ranked. Then they played uh USM. Can somebody tell me what USM is? Is that what Southern Mississippi or something? I you know yeah, or, Golden uh, Eagles. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. you know, of course they did they did dismantle Ole Miss and now they're going to a unranked Texas AM, then they play an unranked Mississippi State. Then they play an unranked Tennessee. Then an unranked uh, LSU. And guess who else they play? Alabama plays New Mexico State University. Oh, right? I know you were excited about that one. I know you were excited about that one. <laughs> they better watch out, boy. They better watch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, then they go into Arkansas and Auburn, man. But uh, so our last game, other picks. Oh, this is a nice one. This is actually a top 25 game, too, man. Uh, you got San Diego State, who's number 25, going against University of New Mexico. New Mexico. I'm going with New Mexico. Oh, we know you were going with New Mexico. San Diego State. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with San Diego State. As- <laughs> I feel like we forgot a game, man. Didn't we forget a game? No, no, we went through them all. We went, went through, through them all. Did we? Uh, I don't oh, know. We, we, we didn't do. We, yeah, we didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, right. right. I mean, yeah. you know, do we have to do that one? I mean, really, yeah. you know. I mean, hey, hey, let's go. Upset you know, but, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, okay. I guess so. We can we can give you know that 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 team down there. Um, yeah, Ohio State is going to take that one against Maryland. Of course, they're going to yeah. four gonna, one that, first four see, one in the uh, number you know, five. Stroud, is, he's going to have uh, seven touchdowns for six hundred yards and still playing deep into the fourth quarter when the game is out of hand. You know, they like to pad stats. Down there in the, you know, in the horseshoe. Oh, yeah. So they're going to be praising, you know, Stroud as this amazing person. He's going to set records in this game because, you know, he's going to throw for 5,000 yards and eight touchdowns. And, you know, how that team gets down. So, yeah, I go with, uh, you know, that hey, team everybody, as you, as you come in to us and you're chilling with us and relaxing with us, make sure you hit that like button for us, you know. Leave a like, comment, subscribe, comment, like, comment. subscribe, share for us. Uh, follow the Facebook, follow the Instagram, you know, follow the Twitter. You know, we're we getting all these things going. Y'all. It's coming slowly but surely. We appreciate you guys being here building with us. Um, but yeah, that's that's our picks. And we got uh, one game we uh, got, I guess, if we want to talk about, you know, that's going on in the Big Ten uh, since we talked. Whole Big Ten is suffer. We got Wisconsin and Illinois. Um, I'm gonna go with Wisconsin. I'm going with Wisconsin as well. Um, yeah, Illinois, they still not settled in at the quarterback quarterback position as far as like injury goes. Um, and well, Wisconsin also has um, issues at um, quarterback as well. So I, it's going to be uh, a little bit more tight of a game. But I'm gonna still go with Wisconsin to pull out. Uh, you better yeah. believe Wisconsin's gonna come out and run that ball, man. You better believe that. But 
Like I said, we got the big game coming tomorrow. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, this is going to be a real good test of our defense. We're going against that triple option. You know, uh, the thing about us, we welcome that run. <laughs> and we got there's, there's some hitters out there, man. I don't think Adrian Martinez is going to be wanting to uh, run that ball too much, man. You know, so we got some hunters out there. So uh, another thing on Michigan, we did uh, suffer a decommit uh, this week. Uh, that four-star uh, recruit. Yeah, yeah. four-star recruit. Uh, Mario. Where you go? LSU? No, I don't think he went anywhere yet. He hasn't but committed yet, but he did. He decommit. opened up his uh, recruitment back. Uh, what is this? You know. Hopefully he come back into the fold, but if he doesn't, you know, best of luck to those guys. I mean, to him, you know, his family. Uh, let me get his name. Uh, I don't want to just trying to pull it. Yeah. But why are you looking for that name? Um, most definitely, we're going to. Uh, jump into a other a couple of other sports. We're gonna jump into. Go, you got it? Yeah, I got it. Uh, it's Mario Eugenio is a four star edge rusher. He did decommitted. He opened back his uh, his recruitment. But uh, you know, before we move on, uh, I do like the class that we're building. You know, uh, we're building a great class. And if you go on our Instagram, uh, we do have a, a highlight. You know, that has all the committed recruits uh, on there. Check them all out. You know, this class has been headed by uh, five-star Will Will Smith. Uh, I mean, Will Johnson. I'm sorry, Will Johnson. You know, he's from Michigan. You know, and uh, we, we, there's some big things on the horizon for Michigan as far as recruiting-wise. Um, Michigan just got to keep doing what Michigan's doing. You know, keep winning changing his culture, you know, uh, just keep innovating things. And, you know, it's, it's, it's winning covers it all. Wait, okay, so this game, we got to um, – this game against Nebraska. Kay McNamara goes out there and lays an egg. Do you think we pull him and go with J.J.? Of course. I don't honestly I, I see us playing them both anyway, you know, because it's hard to keep that type of player off the field. He's one of the top players we have on this team. So I see him playing anyway, but if I don't see K laying Ed, but if he's not pulling, if he's not moving the ball like we need him to. I could see them bringing bringing in J.J. McCarthy to jolt up the offense to be able to get things going. If I feel that uh, Michigan will, you know, become stagnant and and not being able to move the ball and not be able to score, I can see them switching over. Even though I already feel that J.J. will get playing time, they say he's going to play either way, no matter uh, what the score of the game is or how tight the game is, he's going to get some opportunities. But if K does lay a which Honestly, throughout, you know, this year and last year, I haven't seen him 
<laughs> I think he's a great facilitator. He doesn't make mistakes, so it's going to be hard. And I know with K, he knows that pressure is right on the, his back to perform. So I, I see them both playing, but I don't see K, you know, you know, laying the egg. And if he does, then yeah, I can see JJ McCarthy coming in and putting in a jolt to this offense. Uh, one thing I, I, I want to say, I, I, I honestly, um, does K need to continue to go up? Yes, you know he has things to work on. But the biggest test to me, the bigger test was in Camp Randall this weekend. To me, that was a bigger test for these guys to go up against than what they're going to go up against in Nebraska. And the reason why I'm saying that is because, like I said, we haven't won there since 2001. We're going against one of the top defenses in the country. You know, N Nebraska doesn't have one of the top defenses. You know, granted, Michigan State couldn't get a first down on them in the second half, and that's because they suck. You know, their offense is not nothing. But <laughs> I, 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 you know, I still think they're going to do this dual role, right? I still think it because, I mean, it's working. You got to get JJ this time in to play and everything. But uh, I think that running game is going to get back to where we need it to be, you know. And I think uh, we're, uh, and that's the thing, you know. Cade is like the Tim Duncan of quarterbacks, man. He's getting it done. He's getting it done, man. I mean, one thing we got to look at: five games, no turnovers, you know. We're getting it done. Billy, Billy got a message for you. I see him. I just saw. Him. <laughs> yeah, you up, I know you was gonna come in sometime. Yeah, man. yeah. Y'all only, only won because Nebraska couldn't help themselves. I play all one. But like you say, Billy, a victory is a victory, no matter how yeah. you get it. So hey, go ahead, salute to you, my brother. You know, continue on with that. You know, state that Sparty you know, charge that you got. And hopefully, like I said, when it comes to that game, when it comes up, we have two undefeated teams. I look forward to it. They're not going to be undefeated. What do you mean? They're about to lose tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scarlet Knights, you know, huh? Scarlet Knights going, you know, state. Okay. You hear that? You know oh, Listen, Billy, when they don't lose, you, you can come back, you know, when we come back on Sunday and rub it in his face, you know. Yeah. For, for, for well, that's what, Billy, what you're going to learn if you, when y'all lose this week, y'all going to lose the next one, too. And you're most definitely going to win or lose the one after that. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, folks, you know, so, let's keep this. Yeah, yeah let's, let's keep, keep it going it. forward. Let's uh, go ahead and move up. on. Um, we're going to switch up and switch over to the Lions and talk about that real briefly. I mean, real briefly. <laughs> and then move on somewhere else to probably the Pistons, all right? <laughs> I ain't wearing no hat. <laughs> it's hot. All right, all right, all right. All right, let's get it. Nice. One, one thing I got to say, man, the, the Lions, they don't be messing around on their fittings, man. You know? Oh, they're great. They, they're great salesmen. They're, they're man. bad. 
<laughs> and getting money. They're, they're good at that. <laughs> um, with that said, did you guys get an opportunity to check out uh, the, the Rams versus Seahawks last night before we go to the Lions? I did. I got a chance. I Russell, Westbrook, Russell Wilson should have cut the finger off, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a chance to see that. Um, good game. That was that was that was a good game last night. Um, Toughest division in football. It is. It is. Yeah, one of the toughest you know, places Gino, in the NFL. Um, Gino was making plays out there, and no, I know the I reason seen why some, I some, some, Go ahead. Go ahead, Willie. I I, was, I know where you're going, Mark, because I seen oh, you know saying in the in the Twitter sphere of, of <laughs> you know saying well you know we you know. Gino over golf, and I think, yeah, okay, pipe down, man, pipe down. Okay, yeah. he just came in. <laughs> let's not, let's not do that. Okay, it's still, hey, I should, you Gino's know, and I should have never, okay. I should have never put that tweet out because the tweet was a joke. I even had laughing emojis, but Lions fans took it serious, and they oh, literally start in quiet. Like, come on, we are in. The reason why I segued into this because. This state that the Lions fan base is in is so bad right now. It's so bad. It's so desperate. And this this hate, this bitterness against Matthew Stafford is another reason I say for this. Now, they did everything possible to pray for his downfall yesterday. Some claim that it's because of the draft pick situation. We all knew that draft pick wasn't going to be worth anything anyway. We knew they weren't they weren't going to lose enough games for that. We knew that from the beginning. So, you know, you see the guys come out, Matthew Stafford, this, that, oh, that, that. He had a slow start, but then he heated up. You know what I'm saying? He heated up. He went on, he, what, gave him five scoring drives, you know what I'm saying, and did enough to go ahead and overcome the Seahawks. And this was, you know, they were already overcoming the Seahawks before uh, Russell Wilson went out. And Matthew Stafford injured his finger as well. Just wasn't enough for this fan base, man. And, you know, speaking to this hate that they have for Matthew Stafford is to the point where now you just look miserable. You just look miserable, man. We're the bitter ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Bitter ex, you know. And one thing that I was trying to explain, listen, Matthew Stafford is going to win these type of games now because guess what? Number one, they can run the football. Number two, they block for Matthew Stafford. Number three, they have a defense. So it's something that we are not used to. You know what I'm saying? So trying to explain that to people is like talking to the wall. But uh, and he's part, part of a winning organization, and so they know yes. what it takes what, to what win. It, so yeah, a, a competent coaching staff. You know what I'm saying? So it's all the ingredients are there. Something that we just cannot put together to save our lives. You know. So um, okay. You know, you look at it, man, and you be you you say, when was Stafford successful in Detroit? Right. When we had a defense, you know, it's when we had players, you know, it's one play that's floating around, right? They're showing you a play, Cooper Cup, right? This guy is a big time receiver and all of that, right? But this is a guy who's understanding, you know, the winning mentality, right? They pulled him around on a motion, he led up the hole. And got a key block on Jamal Adams that sprung the running back up the field. We're talking about a receiver 
leading up the hole, key block on Jamal Adams that sprung this guy. Where do we have any of that innovation over here in Detroit? We don't, man. And like my whole thing is like when people want to continue to be like, oh, you, we're hating on you're hating like this hate for Stafford. Like it was nothing here, nothing for the guy. Well, well, A he had County Johnson, but he was gone. He was gone. <laughs> after but see, that's the thing. We're like, you know, the thing with this organization as far as Detroit-wise is like, okay, we'll make a pick that's the obvious, right? You know, I don't give them credit for drafting Calvin Johnson. I don't give them credit for drafting Endomican Sue. I don't even give you credit for drafting Matthew Stafford. At them points where we're drafting those guys, it's like we have no other choice, right? But it's the years down the line when we're at number 10, right? And we're right there like, hey, we can draft Aaron Donald or we can draft uh, Odell Beckham. We go get Eric Ebron. Who had catching issues in college? <laughs> we go get Eric Ebron coming out of North Carolina who can't block to save his life. Then you bring him to the NFC North when it gets cold, it snows. Running game, he don't want none of that type of work. We don't go hit. We don't say, "Hey, bring in Odell Beckham to help out Calvin Johnson." We don't say, uh, "Let's bring in Aaron Donald." But in the words of Big Willie, no, they didn't want Aaron Donald because we had Fat Fairly, you know, dude who had all types of issues drafting him in Auburn and all of that. So when we say, "Okay, listen, man." We got to go. Stafford is the only – he's like – he's the only Cadillac in the lot right now that we got, right? Hey, we got to bring something in that we can build off of, right? But leave it up to the Lions. We fumble it. We trade Stafford. Bring a guy with a horrible contract in that's all guaranteed. Okay, they're giving us first, two first-round picks. That ain't going to be worth anything because these guys are Super Bowl contenders. So it's like, right. so I'm, I'm glad you brought all of things up because I've been one over the last six years, man. I've been, you know, constantly trying to pound into the Lions fan base head that listen, your organization is doing this to you. It's yep. not Matt Stafford. It's not this guy. It's not that guy. Your organization is doing this to you. They're the ones that they bring these clowns in here. You know that that talk slick in interviews. They bring these clowns in here, and they they stink it up, man. They stink it up every time. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, it, it's you know you can blame Matthew Stafford for whatever you want to. The man never had a running game ever. The man nope. never had the prop the proper hogs in front of him to block. The man never had a solid defense, but one year, and when he did, that defense couldn't stay healthy. So it's like, come on. You know, say let it go. You need to be angry with the Lions, the Ford family. Yep. Not Matthew Stafford. The Ford family is who you should be angry with. You should be at those games complaining and hollering at the Fords. Not yep. on TV, sitting on your couch, eating a bag of pork rinds, hating all over on Matthew Stafford. That's not what so you with that be doing. being said, with the Lions beat the Vikings, 
come Sunday. No, <laughs> no. What the hell no. is wrong with you? <laughs> no. You know what? See, this this one thing we got we got to realize, right? You know, as we all go into these drafts and we understand this, right? You know, it, it's never really about the first round, right? It's it's when you get into those later rounds or second rounds or third rounds or fourth rounds. I mean, because it's like we can never sit up here and say, "Dang, the Lions really found a gem there." You know what one I'm time. saying? It's, one time. Oh. Kenny Galladay, one time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But 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 we go out. Where is he at but, now? But we go out. We're right. We go out and we draft Tease Tabor. We draft oh. Kalani Tapai. That's oh. what we do. Come on, bro. Come on, man. How are you supposed to? Be I mean, successful? and then we get guys, uh, i.e., very Diggs. We don't want to pay him. We we just. We just let them go to these other organizations. You know, it's like to the point to where people look at the Lions like, you know what, I'm going to draft this guy because I know they're going to draft this guy, but I'll get this guy a free agency when he get done with the Lions. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just ridiculous, man. It's like over and over and over and over again. It's just like we go into these drafts and they want to be the smartest guy in the room and they come out looking like the – Dumbest guy in the room. I mean, like you said, you go to look at Tez Tabar, and it's like the guy ran a four six. He's playing zone coverage over here in Florida, but you overlook Jordan Lewis, a guy that's playing man coverage that's right up the street from you. Where's Tez Tabar, and where's Jordan Lewis right now? You know, it, it's 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 things like that. You know. Yeah, right in your backyard, man. I mean, you know, I remember, like, I wanted them to draft uh, Jalen Smith. Yeah, he was hurt. But, man, the talent that this guy got, man, and then you're going to get him in, like, the fourth or fifth round anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the linebacker from Notre Dame. He's balling over there in, uh, over there in Cleveland. We had an opportunity to draft him. We didn't draft him. You know, it's, 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 just, it's just, go ahead. A. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It ain't even just that, man. It ain't even just the draft. We can't go in free agency and pull anything useful. <laughs> I don't even, listen. We can have ten billion dollars, and we still ain't gonna do that. I, I listen, listen, King. I don't gave up on free agency, bro. Like it'd it be dudes sitting right there, man, and we'll look right past them, like we the. Bad chick in the club or something, man. Like, yeah, I don't. It, it, uh. Oh well, no, he uh, he he farted in someone's dinner last night. We don't want him. We want people with good behavior. Man. Bro, you the most losingest organization ever in history of ever. What the hell, you sitting up here like you want guys with perfect attendance or something? Like, come on, right. bro. what is this goody two shoe bull crap you got? They, on? you know, the Lions draft the don't hold it up. You, Listen, you brought the Patriot away. And we see how that worked. But you know the Lions. Yeah, you, they, no, they're no, good at go ahead. Go ahead, Willie. The, the Lions, they're, they're good at drafting the uh, participation trophy winners. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Like I said, you wanted to bring the Patriot away in here. Hey, the Patriots, they sign them guys. They bring them guys. Those guys 
may have had a problem here or there. They sign them dudes and they work with them guys and they they try to, you know, create some type develop of counseling. They help develop those players, man. We don't do that here. We want nope. guys that you know, he's a great guy. What the hell is that? You just hired a, you know, I'm not going to talk negative about Dan Campbell. I'm giving him his just due. But you hired a guy because he talked well in the interview. What the hell are you talking about? This is football. I don't care if he gave you some rah-rah speech. We need some X's and O's in here. We have a funk on us that's been on us since 57. <laughs> we need X's and O's in here, bro. We don't need uh, motivational speakers. That's not what we need, man. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, I'm going to give him his just due. I ain't going to say nothing bad about it. But when it hits the fan, I'm coming. Um, hey, listen, and, and so and everyone else. I mean, honestly, I was expecting them to bring in someone with some experience because we need somebody to steady this uh, organization. And, you know, we had that, I would say, someone when we had Caldwell. You know, he came in and brought some steady Gave you winning and steady, steady winning culture uh, to this organization. And we got rid of him thinking that that Patricia was going to take us to the next level. And all he did was just dismantle and disparage and just destroy not, not even this that. organization for the next five years. Not even that. You had Caldwell here, right? All the players loved him. They took him. Even Calvin Johnson shouted him out in the Hall of Fame. Oh, you took man. You took King. You I was going. Him, you, I don't don't go out, you don't give him the, the talent it requires for him to win. And he still goes nine and seven. Still with those rosters. Are you kidding me? And you fire him and you bring Fat Patricia on here in here on a white horse like he's just going to take you to, to Wonderland. <laughs> that, that's the Lions, man. And then the fan base, they eat it. They eat it up. They, you know, what you know, they, they part of the problem. They are part of the problem, man. Because they buy this stuff the Lions sell them. They go out, they put the stupid little chains on and hats and glasses and they go to these games and give them all their money and the force is like listen man we don't have to we still gonna sell out we still gonna sell yep. tickets that's the only reason why they moved downtown when they was in Pontiac people weren't going to them games but you know and that's what I was about to say about uh Carwell listen Calvin Johnson made it a point to mention this guy and his Hall of Fame farewell. Even the anger that came out of the locker room when they fired him, everybody was pissed in that locker room. That told me everything I needed to know. And you got to understand, Calvin didn't even get to play with Caldwell that long. But the impact he had on Calvin. Caldwell, it was, it's, it's so, it's so horrible that you got to show up to work and know you got to be perfect because the let he had he literally had to win the Super Bowl with what he had to not get fired. That's all, well, it was. of course. You are, I mean, he had a he had a target on his back walking in the door to some fans. Yeah. Well, you know, the, he, he wasn't he wasn't the GM's boy, right? So exactly where that where that GM came from. So when we hired him, that change it out because you know he wasn't his boy so you know the gym hired his boy over from new england and brought in players from new england 
and garbage it, from New England. Exactly, and it, it didn't it didn't work out. And now that hire set us back to where we had, to where we, which is confusing to me that we will hire uh, a first time coach when we need to rebuild. <laughs> that is mind boggling to me. I don't know how that works, but okay. But that's why I wasn't too I wasn't too mad with the hiring of the assistants because those assistants no, have head coaching experience. So yeah. for me, like I said, with Lynn, I liked the Lynn. I liked the Lynn when he was over in San Diego. I don't I, to me personally, I don't feel like he got enough of a fair chance to build that team to where they are right now. You know, I think they let him go to early, but I feel like with Lynn being here. If it doesn't work out for Campbell, I will, I will look at Lynn. But I think that's that was the great part about this hire is that they didn't go out and hire rookie, uh, you know, assistant. They went and got Assistants, out there with people yeah. with with known with credentials. So known. that's yeah. good. And you see that actually this year on the field that we yeah. haven't seen before when it comes to the offense and defense of, of how they adapt, even though we we're yeah. not winning and yeah. there's been some bonehead plays. <laughs> Both sides of the ball have made adjustments that we normally wouldn't see before. Yeah. But, but check this out. Very intelligent, man. Check this out, though, Willie. And this is where the Lions are trying to be the smartest people in the room and doing it the Lions' way. Because if you hire, if you hire experienced ex- ex- assistants, why would you stop at the head coach? <laughs> I'm not understanding it. Why bring all these assistants in that have all these ex- all this experience? But then you say we're gonna stop at the head coach. Well, you got they started they started with the head coach and then they hired the assistant, no, which like I said, that was smart for them to do that because but but you but they knew if they're hiring this if they're hiring this guy who's 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 making his way up and he's a first time head coach. You you best believe you better bring in some 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 veterans some knowledgeable assistants to help this guy. Just you know, but, that, but that, how that, how that, always, they always they always because Sheila Ford marched her little midget butt out there to the podium and said, "We want to change things up this time. We want to bring in football guys that you know that basically know football." But then when we get to head coach. Oh well, you know he don't have to. You know, uh, you know he he spoke well in the interview. He had us fired up. Well, when you off a bunch of coffee and probably some coke, you gonna speak very <laughs> inspirational. I mean, to me, my thing is it's like, and that's why I say they just always trying to be the smartest people in the room because it's like, how do you bring in all these assistants that got all this experience, but the guy who's running the ship, and at the end of the day, is gonna be his call. He doesn't have the experience. That's like having an assistant supervisor that's been there 10 years, and you bring a guy in that has no experience. You bring him in because you like the way he talked, but the assistant guy, the supervisor, is the one that's really doing all the work. I just man. I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it, man. It you know, like I said, I try, I be, I be really, I really be trying, you know what I'm saying, to be nice about it, man, but it's like, dude, you see somebody that's getting ready to walk 
out into the freeway <laughs> and you, you tell them to stop before they go out there and get ran over. And that's how I feel like the, the, the fan base is right now. They, they're just setting themselves up for failure, man. And you can't tell them anything. They just, it's like some type of delusion sickness or something that they have, man. And like, it's, uh, Listen, listen, listen. Y'all not about to, y'all not about to keep bringing my spirits down talking about the line. So we're gonna go ahead and move before before we do. I don't care what they say, we're gonna be top three in the draft. I just don't want number <laughs> one. They gonna feel like they hit the quarterback. That's fine. So oh no, we, we go, gonna we gonna take Willis. Who we gonna take Willis? Who is Willis? Malik Willis. Oh, the quarterback from Liberty. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, I, what I would like to do, like I said, we go on to the, we already, you know, discussed, you know, the Lions pick. I think we should go ahead and just give our picks for uh, what we uh, see this Sunday, NFL wise. Uh, we'll go through the list and, you know, we'll take our picks. Um, start off, I say, uh, well, we got a game in London with the Jets and Falcons. Uh, Jets. Jets. I'm going to too. I'm going Falcons. Uh, next, uh, we see uh, Packers versus Bengals. Going Packers. I'm going Packers. I'm going with Brett Favre <laughs> slash discount double check Green Bay Aaron Rodgers. Hey, before we go, right, before we pass by this, right, Yeah, I remember when before the season started, you know, through preseason, Jamar Chase was saying, how he was having issues with adjusting to the NFL ball. And all these people laughed at him and this, 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 and that, right? And the, the man was just being transparent, you know? Mm-hmm. He was just saying, hey, I'm having the issues, the college ball is this, and the NFL ball is this. And I never really even thought about that, right? But, yeah. you know, everybody laughed him out the gym and everything. They got that pie in their face right now because that young man is killing me. He's balling right well, well, you know, well, well, you know, we we got a quarterback too. You know, even though he got Tyrannosaurus hands, uh, you know, his, he got those little hands. I just, I don't know. Anyway, I don't even want to get into golf. Go ahead, Randy. Uh, Aaron, all right, uh, so we. Oh. <laughs> all right, so let's go on next one. We got Broncos versus Steelers. I'm going Broncos. Broncos. Big Ben needs to go, man. He needs to go. I'm I'm a roll with the Broncos too. Dolphins versus Buccaneers. Dolphins versus Buccaneers. Who you got? The Bucks. Bucks. I go the Bucks as well. Saints versus Washington. Washington. Oh, I'm a I'm gonna break the tie with this one. I'm gonna go with Washington. I'm gonna roll with Washington. Uh, Let's see. Eagles versus Panthers. 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 They just picked up Stephon Gilmore too. They're gonna be inspired. Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Panthers too. I'm hoping that uh, McCart, you know, McCartney be back this game, but they, they're saying he's doubtful. So uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, Panthers as well. Titans man, versus Jaguars. Man, McCartney looking like a dang on Lamborghini with a Pinto engine in it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, yeah, Titans gonna take the Jags, man. Titans oh, Urban Instead of him watching, yeah, instead of him, it's too much, too much distraction for the Jaguars. So yeah, Titans most definitely. Honestly, if if they if they don't show, if, to me, if this game is not a good showing, 
I can see Urban Meyer being let go after uh, after yeah, Sunday. Right, right. You, you know, know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Hey. Yeah. It, no. Yeah. It, it was like instead of him being somewhere breaking down film, you know, he trying to break down something else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, dude, he, how he, can you talk? <laughs> Hey, hey, he he was he was in the club like, baby, grind with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like it's like, man, you know, I, 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 like, come here, boy, smell my finger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're supposed to be the leader of these men and teaching them professionalism and how to carry themselves, and yet still, you 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 the one that they could pull up a meme on. How you gonna correct somebody, man? <laughs> oh, and you um, heard what his, his wife said. Oh, we yeah. Right, right, that right. Means, what that says is tells us, oh, he's done this before. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. All right. Hey, you talking about the same lady who got the red X in her name because her last name started with an M? <laughs> <laughs> so let's go. Okay, moving on. Let's see. Okay, Patriots versus Texans. Who you got? Hey, one, one more thing on the Jaguars, though, right? I got one more thing, and this is it, right? Imagine Trevor Lawrence, right? Who done had all these great coaches, man. You know, from little league to high school to college. And it takes him to get to the NFL and deal with a coach like Urban Meyer, man. <laughs> He's a, he's a college coach for sure. So, but hey, so yeah, Patriots versus Texans. Who you got? Patriots. I'm going Patriots. Patriots. I'm going with the uh, Patriots as well. Bears versus Raiders. Raiders. I'm gonna have to go with the uh, the Raiders. The, the Raiders, man. I'm gonna go with uh, the Raiders too. You know, even though they got some some issues brewing with John Gruden, uh, hopefully that won't be too much of a distraction. I'm gonna go with the Raiders as John, well. John Gruden. What's going on, John Gruden? He um he he said some statements back in 2011 to to somebody. Uh, Demar Smith, the the NFLPA yeah, yeah. uh, president, yeah. and it was kind of you know yeah, a little, I mean, little racial yeah. type of situation. They're still gonna win. They still gonna win. But hey, John Gruden loves football, man. Spider two wide banana. Right. <laughs> you gotta you, you gotta make sure that you, you know, you get in there, you, you get your grit. Them, them guys in the middle, they gotta make sure that they're all aboard of there. <laughs> all right. So next I tell I'm talking about Chucky. <laughs> 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 All right, so uh, we got Browns versus Chargers. Who you got? That's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good that one. There. I'm going with the Chargers. I'm going Browns defense. They can't finish go games. Chargers go. I'm going with yeah, the Chargers. They can't finish games, man. I don't know, man. Somebody gonna have All to right. block Miles Garrett, man. All right, next one we got the Giants versus Giants. How about them Cowboys. <laughs> Giants, I hate the Cowboys. Giants. I listen, and the Cowboys, but I'm gonna go with the Cowboys for the win. Listen, ain't no logic when it comes to the Cowboys. The Cowboys can play the Lions. I'm gonna say the Lions, so I'm going. <laughs> All right, Jerry Jones. Okay. He probably, he probably paid the rest. Right. 
Next one. The Cowboys will never get no, 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 nothing from me the way they hometown us. Well, I, we, we, that's a different discussion for a different time. We can get into that too. That was a tragedy, but anyway, Whatever, man. I, uh, I had to get to, I had to get go talk to a shrink after that, man. <laughs> Next up, we got the uh, 49ers versus Cardinals. Oh, uh, hold on. We got somebody here talking about the Cowboys. Who is this? Cardinals, man. The Cardinals. That's my boy, Mo, man. Used to work with him. <laughs> and he a football coach. What are you doing, Mo? Right. <laughs> I'm going, yeah, I'm going with the uh, Cardinals all day on this one, man. Uh, the year that Ky- Kyler Murray is going to be an MVP, you know, he yeah. stay healthy. You know that uh what Arizona is building over there, man, is remarkable. Uh building it from the ground, drafting right, going through free aging, bringing a coach in that's ready to go, you know. Uh, how the Cardinals? I'm I'm rolling with the uh, Cardinals as well. Um, you know, of course, you know, Jimmy G, he's hurt again. They don't know if he's gonna play or not. That's been the problem with him and, and the 49ers and it's just him not being healthy. So they're more likely to be starting the rookie. So I'm going with the Cardinals on that one. The golf's you get tired of uh, Bill Belichick selling his fool's gold quarterbacks, man. And, hey, golf's available. Okay, so we got the Sunday night game, Bills versus Chiefs. Who you got? I'm going Bills. I mean Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs, man. I think they're trying to right the uh, ship right now. Yeah, they just got to get that defense. Yeah, they do. The defense is suffering. Chiefs are at home, so I will be picking the Chiefs on that one. And then Monday night we have the Colts versus Ravens. Ravens. Oh, Ravens, man. Back to the, um, the Chiefs. I'm going to go to the Colts as well. Yeah, the Colts. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Ravens on this one also. Ravens, yeah. Chiefs gonna have to figure it out, man. People, you know, like I said, you couple of years, people done started to figure some things out, man, about you. Well, the thing is, man, they can't just keep trying to outscore everybody, man. Yeah, and, you know, like I said, uh, people know what to expect now. Yeah, they got it. People willing to take a uh, personal file on Mahomes, man. So that's the thing, too, man. All right, so we got our we got our NFL picks. Kane, what we got up next, my brother? Oh well, of course we got the Detroit Pistons. Ooh, already. Already. Oh, I, 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 a franchise that actually wins things here in Detroit, you know. Uh, I had to break out of – listen, for that preseason game, I had to break out a nice one. Ooh, Ooh the teal joint. Now, you know it's a it's a, it's a a teal cult going around right now. We, we got a conspiracy theory going with the teal right now. We're trying to get this. 50th anniversary. Hold on, I got something else, too. I'm, I, I got to show this. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes. Sir, yes, sir. Let's talk. Let's talk. That's right, Mo. Detroit basketball. 
I know my wife like, what the hell is wrong with him? <laughs> oh, nasty. Okay. All right. I see you. You know, A, A want to show out. And they're digging in hats. <laughs> but you know, I stay ready. I keep the hoop with the basketball and the hat next to me at all times. No, he don't want to switch hats. See, y'all see what y'all see what I gotta deal with with, with these two showboats. <laughs> Come on, A. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me go ahead and pull up some stats too from yesterday. Had a chance to check out uh, Jalen Green. Uh, anybody in the comments, had, did you get a chance to check out Jalen Green yesterday? I tell y'all all the time, you got to watch the enemy. Right now, uh, oh, so Cleveland lost today, but let's go ahead and take a look at some of these stats. Uh, Cleveland, Mobley did nothing today. Six and four in 25 minutes. Uh, really, nobody on this team did anything. Hey, King. I'm back. Listen. Oh, I, I, what's that in the background? Don't don't you, don't worry about that. You know, you know when when you said somebody's leading the uh the teal gang, right? That's me all day long. Listen, I usually don't do current jerseys, right? But if when they come back with these. <laughs> and, and, and that K Cunningham, oh, you know, we, we 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 got to get that right, but oh. that that it, it don't stop there neither, man. You know, I I, I am game out, man. Listen, that's it. Listen. That's it. I, I'll be back. Listen. That's it. Listen. <laughs> I I I I need the teal back, please. We 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 teal ganged out over here. I think outside of the original uh, logo, th this was just. I mean, Big Will, you remember when they came out with these uniforms, man? Oh yeah, like, yeah, that was. You know, it, it, it was just. That was a good time, man. That was a good time for the Pistons, man. They, you know, Brent Hill was emerging. You know, I had my my T heels on. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said you had what on? Yeah, yeah. You know, you had to have the G, the G heels on. Hold on. You had the what on? You 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 had the what on? You know, I I didn't have that color. <laughs> well, you know. This is the uh, the limited edition, you know, when uh, Ty Mockins was over there and uh, Mr. Allen, you know, these came out when the coat came out. And, I mean, you got the real, like, pony hair on there. Oh, look, 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 look at King, y'all. Look at King. He had to go get his Ty Mockins, too, you know. But, uh, yeah, man, I am Till Gang. Out, man. I listen. 
You know, I, I had we, we had to bring these out. Yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, I, you know. The, <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold him back up. Thumbnail, thumbnail, y'all, hold it up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so we we serious about this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the, the, piston fan, the piston fandom is real in here. We we are from this era, man. Listen, uh, but but see, it's like. Like man, Big Willie was talking King before you came back. When these pill uniforms came out, when they switched that logo, man, it was like <coughs> woo. And then we had, you know, Mr. Grant Hill himself, man. Like, I haven't even brought myself to wear this jersey yet, man. Like so it's most definitely most definitely going to be uh yeah, that was a good time now uh, hold on hold on before you you know a lot of people might not be hip to what you just put on that screen though king yeah. they, they might not understand who oh, you to elaborate on what you just put yeah, you, well you can uh, and, and listen hold on, king, hold on Hello, King. You got to put that jacket back on because they're probably like, <laughs> he's talking pistons. Why he got on black and orange? Oh, yeah. And so I, I will be uh, showcasing this uh, to his its full esteem tomorrow at the practice. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. And I will, I'll, be, I'll be in the building as well. Basketball is my favorite sport. <laughs> um, hey, hey, hey. Can, can we check the inside of that, that jacket real quick, though, King? Uh, for for you verification know. purposes? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you know. Okay. All right. Ty Mopkins. Ty Mopkins. All right. Uh, shout out to Ty. I'm going to be tagging you in this video. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right here, these are the Isaiah Thomases. These Pumas are the Isaiah Thomases. He had a couple of colors. He even got a teal pair that I'm going to acquire. But... Ooh. These are the Isaiah Thomases, man. These are some uh, y'all already know the Palace Guards, man. Y'all know I'm a big time Puma fan, so yeah, it, 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 I'm I'm ready for the game. So you know when when because I I knew they probably you know they knew what man we was holding we was holding up the feelers you know you know that's Green Hill and I just you know you gotta you you, you gotta be a, a sneakerhead to understand what those black and orange joints was you know. That was the Detroit basketball. That's bad the whole bad boy, you know, when they went bad, you know, black and orange. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to make sure that you went in depth with that king. So those who didn't know be, you know, be kind of confused of like, man, why he got a black and orange? Why was he holding up some black and white and orange? Those are Isaiah Thomas shoes, Pumas. He was signed with Puma. They called the Palace Guard. You know, he got several colors, and I just really wanted him to elaborate on that part, though. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, so, uh, King, you're gonna be in the building tomorrow. I'm, I'm gonna be in the building tomorrow for the open practice, just you know, we get a glimpse of you know what, what we got to look forward to. Um, I look forward to you know, you know watching and seeing how these young guys, you know, practice and play. So, be in the place tomorrow as well. Hope to see a lot of you guys down there. Also. 
Oh, absolutely, man. Definitely got to be at the open practice tomorrow, man. Let's talk about uh, the preseason, man. A lot going on in the preseason. Like I said, I was going over the stats while you guys were away. Uh, we got to keep an eye on number two and number three in the draft. Um, so, first and foremost, I'm going to talk about today. The Cleveland uh, Cavaliers, they end up falling short to the uh, Indiana <laughs> Had to get that mosquito. Indiana and the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Mobley six and four in twenty five minutes a day. Not really much out of Mobley. Um, did well in his first game where I seen him. Uh, played a lot better. Was able to you know get around guys. Use his footwork. Use his uh, agility around the basket. So uh, I'm not just going to chuck it up. Let, let's take a look at the field goal percentage. Uh, Mobley three for five. Three for five. So not calling on his number to really do that much scoring. So, you know, pedestrian preseason game for him. But on the other hand, Jalen Green, Jalen Green, man. Um, first game when I seen Jalen Green, 0 for 6 from three-point land, the streakiness showed. Um, you know, he was four, what was it, four for 11 uh, or four for 16, one or the other from the field. Missed a couple of free throws. Just was not having a good shooting night at all. Uh, defense was atrocious. Um, you know, he's too small to go against some of these shooting guards in this league. So, you know, all the things were there that, you know, pretty much uh, some of us was trying to tell people about Jalen Green. Not to say he's not going to turn out to be a good player, but right now you're starting to see that NBA level of talent at the shooting guard position is going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. They're not going to be expected for him to, to have some trouble. Oh, yeah. Coming out, you know, summer league and preseason is two different animals when it comes to uh, the type of players that they're going to be facing. So, to me, it was expected. The whole discussion, which I believe is going to be go throughout the year between Cunningham and the Green situation, you know, we're going to revisit that all year. Um, like Big A said before, listen, either one was the option that we were we were going to look into getting. So it wasn't like we don't, uh, you know, wouldn't have liked to have had, you know, Jalen Gray. But like we said before, that first overall pick, we, you know, was a no-brainer to me and to everyone here that it was going to be Cade Cunningham. And you could not – that's not something that you would want to gamble with. So definitely look forward to seeing, um, you know, preseason how, you know, things turn out with these young players. Our hopes to see, uh, like I said before, if we can see you know more of Luke Garza and see more of um, you know our boy from Michigan. Hopefully, he can get healthy enough to where he can get in and see some action as well. Uh, you yeah, know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna piggyback off of King. You know, uh, uh, you know, one thing when we were having a discussion, you know, the whole Jalen Green and Kate Cunningham, right? You know, what Jalen Green didn't realize, it didn't matter who had first pick, Kay Cunningham was going first. I mean, as you can see in the matchup when they played against each other, you could just see his levels, right? Kay was already, you know, his body's already ready for the lead. You know, just the way he, the way he carries himself. I mean, the kid is a, what, 18, 19-year-old vegan just because he wants to better his body. You know what I'm saying? He's that deep into it. And that's just come from the level of basketball he's been playing. You know, he's won on all levels. Jalen Green hasn't won anything. 
bunch of individual stuff. And so for the people, you know, they will say, oh, we should have got Jalen Green. We should have got Jalen Green. You get Jalen Green, you kill Killian. You know what I'm saying? There's no way that they can play together. There's no way that, you know, Killian can't learn anything from Jalen. Jalen is just going to get his and that's it. But as you can see, he's struggling. It's a different mentality when you're going against these players who's taking this thing for real. Jalen doesn't even look like he get in the weight room. He's going to have to get in the weight room. You know, um, and that's like another thing for Mobley, you know, which I think Mobley will understand that because the thing of it is, yeah, guys are going to see that you're athletic and all of that. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to beat you up the whole way down the, the, the aisle. They're going to push you off that block. You know, he's going to have to get in, uh, in the gym. But uh, Jalen, <coughs> I'm 100% happy with the pick that we made. I was impressed and impressed with the Pistons, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, we got to look at the, the basketball they was playing, man. Yeah. You know. It, it's, it's Troy Weaver, man. It's, it's all yeah. Troy Solid testament to Troy Weaver, man. He he, like I say, he's he totally took that that funk that the Pistons had over the decades, and and he turned it all around in a year, in one <coughs> year. And this is step two. You know, like I said, he wants to restore the Pistons. He don't want to just rebuild a team. He said he wants to restore the Pistons. Other news, if you guys didn't know today, Ben Wallace is officially. Um, you know, a team advisor to GM Troy Weaver. So he, uh, you know, kind of gave hints about it earlier this uh, month when he said, uh, well, later last month, when he said that he will be around a whole lot this summer uh, with the guys he's working exclusively with Isaiah Stewart, which is absolutely beautiful for Isaiah Stewart to have guys like Ben Wallace and Jawan Howard around. Um, it's only going to give him the tools that he needs. And, and you know, like I said, it, it's a blessing for those young big men like Luca Garza as well because one of the things he has to work on is being stronger, good timing down there as far as defense. Um, and he's been working his behind off all summer. So, yeah, yeah, I am definitely looking forward to these, these guys and, and their growth. <laughs> Because right now, that's what stage we're in with the Detroit Pistons. It's the stage of growth and development. And that's what I want to see from my Pistons team. I felt like we didn't do that before. We give up on talent too early, and we don't mm -hmm. develop. And then they develop elsewhere. So, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Troy Weaver is doing his thing. He's bringing some talent in here. Um, and I, for, like I said, just watching the preseason game, the the reserves, the reserves are solid. You know what I'm saying? The reserves are solid, man. You know, you got Hamadou Diallo, you got Josh Jackson. Those two was playing on the court together, and they 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 fed off each other. You know, yeah. So, like yeah. I said, it it's just man, it's it's a great thing to see. It's a great time to be a, a Pistons fan because it's a breath of fresh air with all the woes we've and had. Not yeah. to, you know, thinking back, uh, moment today. Yeah, good point, John Beeline. That's yeah, John Beeline. for Isaiah Livers to have yeah. his coach, his former coach. Uh, at the helm, you know, John Beeline, he's a great X and O execution type of guy. He's great with young talent, you yeah, know, and that, you know, with Michigan, you know, we didn't always have the five stars, but he got the best out of what we came in with. And him coming on and coming into the team with just having a young team, they're going to be more willing to listen, you know, 
the problem with I believe that was with the issue with uh, John Bayline uh, over there in Cleveland is that he's trying to instill fundamentals to guys that's already been in the league that's already established. So they wasn't listening like the guys would in college, but with them bringing them in now and having this young core of players, they're going to be more willing to listen and to adapt to what uh, Coach Bayline has got to offer. Man has abundance of experience, so I definitely like that hire. I definitely like, you know, bringing in uh, Ben Wallace, who's going to, you know, instill the toughness and the tenacity that we need. And you can actually already see it. If you watched Stewart the other night, you know, the way he goes and attacks the basket when he comes to rebound and the energy that he possessed is going to rub off on, you know, the other players. So I definitely um, commend the Pistons for putting together uh, putting some pieces in, in place that's going to make you know this team successful in the future. So definitely look forward to you know what Ben Wallace and John uh, John Bailey brings uh, to the Pistons uh, coaching staff. You also, know, uh, another thing to note. Another thing to note is that John Beeline has been working exclusively with Killian Hayes the entire summer. So I'm really ready to see him in the preseason. I cannot wait until Monday because uh, chances are he probably play Monday and make his debut in the preseason. You know, when I mean, he came in. I mean, look, yeah. look, at, look, at, look at John Bailey's guards. Look at the guards that played for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that should tell you right there how, you know, significant of a, a you know, coach he is. Look at his guards that, that can play for him, that's, uh, that's playing in the league now. They know how to run a team. You know, they know how to orchestrate a team. And I think that's what he brings to the fold for the Pistons is that he's going to bring that knowledge of knowing that these guards is a focal point of running a team. And not just for Killian, but for Cade, you know, yeah, as right. well. It's, well, he's he already working with uh, Cade. They said that he was working with Cade and uh, bringing his jump shot arcs a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. So he already started working with that. Um, but yeah, like him having that opportunity to be with Beeline all summer is only going to help him. And that's probably why, you know, his name has been ringing out like it has in training camp. Every, all the players, the coaching staff, everybody been talking about this aggressiveness that he's had in training camp. I can't wait to get an opportunity to see it because, like I said, and you, you don't get to measure anything in 26 games without summer league, without preseason, without camp. You just had 26 games of him coming, especially, you know, after the seventh game, he got injured. So you really didn't get a chance to really see anything. So, you know, like I said, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to see what we can get out of him. And him having Kay Cunningham by his side is even even more, you know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I those two being the type of players that they are both uh being the ability to to get guys open, man, and to be floor generals, coaches on the floor. It's going to be beautiful, man. It's going to be beautiful. But yeah. Sadiq Bey, who, some, who a lot of people don't talk about a lot, Sadiq Bey, yes, uh, when he played in, the, in the, the first preseason game, he put on full display the new aspects of his game. And the new aspects of his game is attacking the basket, passing the ball, and shooting that mid-range. <laughs> He put all three of those on display. I was trying to tell people he's not no one-trick pony. Sadiq Bay works too hard for that. He's going to hit you from different different angles in different ways, man. He has too much drive. 
So I cannot wait to see his growth during the season, too. You know, man, as I was watching it, you know, and uh, I was just looking at the team, right? And it wasn't looking like as if these guys was forcing each other to play, right? And I remember one point of the game, I can't remember who was driving, though, right? And, you know, how we talk about Isaiah Stewart, right? I mean, it was a drive to the basket, kick out to the top of the key, to your center, to shoot a three-pointer. And he shot it with confidence and made it. Yep. Like, yep. The, 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 the way once all of this comes together, man, it's going to be insane. And like you said, Marcus, that was a, like – Sadiq Bay is not just a spot up shooter. He showed that, man. I could take a guy off the dribble. I could come off the pick and the screen. I mean, and then Jeremy Grant is healthy. I mean, you could just see it, man. He's healthy. I mean, you got Josh Jackson coming. I mean, we got 16 points from Josh Jackson. I think our bench game was like 40 something points. That's insane, dude. And they still missing a piece off the bench. He didn't even yeah. play. He didn't even play. Jeremy <laughs> Grant will be an all star. will be an all star. Hey man, your yeah. mic is like undefeated, it's man. You need to turn it down. I think you got it too loud or something. It's echoing. Um, but yeah, man, Jeremy Grant is another one that a lot of people ain't talking about. You know what I'm saying in the city. And like I said, every single year he's gotten better and better, man. He's gotten better and better, and I expect that out of him this season, especially, you know, having a better team around him. It's only going to make him better, man. Yep. It's only going to make him better. And then, like I said, Kelly Olenek played well in that preseason game. He, he, showed, did. he, did. he showed you what he brings to this team. So, you know, you see what Casey and Troy Beaver was talking about. But, see, you know the thing that we were talking about with Kelly King, it, was like, it wasn't that we didn't like Kelly. We just didn't want him to start. Right, you know right. that second unit, man, and and go to. I mean, dude, from when I, what I seen in the second unit, I mean, we gotta look at it, man. The second unit was it was like we didn't miss a beat, and you gotta still remember, Kay and Killian still didn't play. This is the and mentality. This is the mentality that Troy, this is the vision that Troy Weaver. The reason why the Pistons went from the hashtag Detroit up to no breaks. It's literally going to be no breaks with them. You, yeah. The second unit is going to come in and give you is just as mountain as problems as the starting unit is. It's going to be no breaks. You're going to be tired of the Pistons. And on top of that, pretty much everybody up and down on their roster can play defense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Who can play defense? Hey, th- th- this is how hard I am with the Teal game. My tumbler even Teal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Another thing I wanted to make a note of was the new court. I like the way that the new court looked. You know, it's bright, yeah. it's vibrant. Yeah. I mm-hmm. really like the new court, man. And that's only one of them. It's two new courts, and uh, they have a secret court that they have not unveiled. I hope it's teal. <laughs> I hope it's teal. This teal conspiracy, man. I'm pushing this thing. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I want those jerseys back. Oh, Please, man. those jerseys is as clean as Big Willie's beard. I'm telling you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the day, listen, the day they release those teal jerseys is when I'm buying my K Cunningham jersey, bro. Yeah, I want that jersey. I want it. I mean, dude, you even see the players 
wearing the throwback teal Grant Hill. The players want it too, man. I know, I know uh, Big A, when you get that jersey, you're going to go ahead and put it in your plaque on your wall. I already know. Bro, listen, get that jersey and them cards. Oh, listen. Listen, we still got our uh, our 100. You know, the first 100 people will be in the raffle. And this is an announcement. I ain't even told King or Big Willie about this. You know, we've been working on some things. We want you to, we want y'all to understand when we talk about this first 100 people being in this raffle, this is something special to us. You can hear it now for those who are on this live. There will be a K Cunningham rookie card in that raffle. This is first that Willie didn't even know this. So to those first 100 people, there will be a K Cunningham rookie card in that raffle. So King and Big Willie don't go making no ghost pages and trying to enter the raffle, okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> Meet me that, too. that is an announcement. That is something big. There will be a K Cunningham rookie card and that raffle for that first 100 people that subscribe to us. So please share, like, you know, get the word out. You're breaking up, Rand, uh, uh, Willie. Hey, you're in the Matrix. You're in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, so if somebody named uh, Donovan Blaklovich win it, then you know it's not me. <laughs> you know, <Right>. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but that's uh, that's uh, the announcement. I was I was holding it until we got here uh, to talk about the Pistons, and I just want y'all to understand that that, that we we serious about these first one hundred people. That's a milestone for us. You know, um, we want y'all to like, share. You know, get the word out. You know, uh, there will be, I will say it again, a K Cunningham rookie card in that raffle. Yeah. Hey, man. Y'all better get on it. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all better get on it. I'm telling you. You know, we didn't gave, gave away some, some, some exclusive cards, man. That's the, the exclusive of exclusive, man. So y'all better listen to Big A, man. I'm telling you. So another thing I wanted to talk about, man, with the Pistons. Um, here's the thing. Oh, here come Willie. Let me get him back in first. That's because he's sitting over there drinking that uh, zero calorie bullcrap. Is messing with his <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> You put some yak in there, man. <laughs> hey, I, I, King, you know, you man, know like I say, I, I, I was highly impressed with the Pistons, man. I'm just like, I, I, I love the movement that they're doing. I love what they're doing in the city. Do they actually uh, redid one of the, you know, the parks over there on last year? You know, it got the three one three in the middle. I know one of them they did a teal park somewhere else in the city. I can't remember, so I'm like. That they did a teal park for outside. They got to have this. Now listen, I, 
I, see, I'm glad you brought that up, A, because look, this is the conspiracy that's going on. You know what I'm saying? There's teal everywhere. Listen, they wore teal, the coaching staff and the players, they wore teal during summer league. Teal shirts, teal practice, you know, uh, warm-ups, stuff like that. Right. Now, you remember Tay's motorcade shirts? It's the teal colors. Yeah, the teal with him wearing teal. Now, listen, yeah. not only that, on NBA 2K22, they have teal on there. So it's like, bro, the conspiracy is crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's everything. Everything is there but the official jersey. I mean, this, you know, I'll I, point to this hat here because this is something that's, uh, you know, kind of kind of new concept, you know, as far as the pistons goes. And it it is teal in there. So, man, listen, they got to do it, man. They got to listen to the fan base. They got to do it, bro. They got to bring this teal, man. Because, like I said, an updated teal jersey would just be nasty. Oh, man. They, so, yeah, look- they, they look like twins, but they're from the same tribe. Oh, man. Yeah, and you're getting your Wi-Fi from a tribe in the Amazon. Said it's um it's it's a it's an exciting time, you know what I'm saying? And refreshing time to be a Pistons fans, man. And you know, they're doing it the right way, they're doing things the right, right way. Yeah, and like I said, you know, the the, the pistons and and like I said, the pistons and the tigers are on their way up. They on their way up, yeah, for sure. Definitely for sure. So for sure, we we most definitely gotta uh incorporate the tiger talk on here because you know they got some prospects over there, man. And, the Tigers are, are they, they, like you said, they're two, three more years away, man. We just got to learn to keep our pitchers at home, not trade them away, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the way, you know, Trey Weaver and Casey, you know, the way that they, you know, bringing this thing back together, man, you know, it's just like the example when we was talking the other day, you know, how you got uh, Imani Bates, you know, he decommitted from Michigan State, right, because – when you when you really think about it, you look at it. It's like, okay, what is state putting in the league, right? Because they continue to want to run this same old fashioned uh, basketball, right? And it's not really working because a lot of their players are just getting drafted on potential alone, right? But then you look at Imani Bates, you say, man, he decommitted from Michigan State and went to Memphis. But then when you look at it, right? Guess who's over there? Right. Right. Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway is about to teach him the game of how to be a big guy that can put the ball on the floor. And guess what? Oh, you 16, 11? You need to work on a post game? Rasheed Wallace. Penny Hardaway when it got Rasheed Wallace. Like, come on, man. And, and that's to go to a, which had Drummond, which had Drummond huh? and Greg Monroe uh, looking a whole hell of a lot better when he was on the Pistons bench here. Uh, Rasheed right. Wallace. Right. You know, so you got to look at it like, you know, and that's the thing that, you know, helped Michigan, man. They got younger with a lot of these coaches and, you know, a lot of the style. So, you know, when you look at Troy Reaver and Dwayne Casey, man, it just go together like peanut butter and jelly, man. And they're reaching back, bringing in a Jawan Howard, 
bringing in a John Beeline, bringing in a uh, Ben Wallace, you know? Like, dude, who can I teach my big man to be defensive player of the years and all of that stuff than a guy who was under undersized but getting it done? I mean, you got Isaiah Stewart, man. He's like a Ben Wallace with offense. Yeah. And, and like I said, man, you know, to see all of them, to bring them young guys, to, you know, have Troy Weaver in the crowd. And nothing I want to bring up, too, about this. Uh, to have Troy Weaver in the crowd and for him to bring those young guys to Ben Wallace's Hall of Fame uh, speech and have them, around, have them around the likes of Isaiah Thomas and Chauncey Billups and all the Pistons from 2004 and from the 89 years. And, you know, to have them around those guys and, and soak up things for those guys, man, this is the type of stuff that you're supposed to do yeah. as a franchise. No. Hey, King, you better put that jacket up. Norman's already asked you to meet up, and then he said he want that jacket, bro. You better watch yeah. yourself, man. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have to carry a pistol uh, to, the, to the practice tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Norman's in his toe. Right. <laughs> so, right. so, 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 what so, you guys so, seeing in, in hey, the, for uh, the people that, preseason game? Put, hold on, big let me for the people that's coming in, can y'all make sure y'all hit the like, subscribe, and share? And also, just to uh, announce again, we're still doing that first 100 people that subscribe raffle. There's going to be a K Cunningham rookie card in that raffle. I want y'all to hear me loud and clear. There will be a K Cunningham rookie card in that raffle. So, y'all better listen. Y'all better listen. But uh, I was gonna yeah, say I, this, I, man. I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was gonna say I, I, I was just so impressed with the Pistons, man. Like you could just see the growth from everybody, man. I mean, from everybody. You know, like you're looking at Isaiah Stewart. You're looking at Sadiq Bay. You know who else? Also, Saban Lee, man. Saban Lee is trying to listen. Saban Lee is trying to say, look. I'm here, you know. Yeah. I, I, I I I need to, I need some minutes, you yeah. know. And uh, like you say with Luke Garza, man, you know, one of the things that we were saying when he got drafted, hey man, you gonna have to drop a good forty and just tone it up. He's already yeah. on that, man. You know, he's looking good, man. So another thing I was gonna say, man, if you guys did not get an opportunity in the comments to watch, what up though, Detroit Drew? What am I? minute what's going on brody detroit drew is in the building you guys y'all already know D detroit drew is you know one one of the, the top detroit pistons uh content creators on youtube man and he has been holding it down uh throughout this whole process man so uh, i'm glad you in the building brother got the beers in there y'all know that's that's you know you know what it is with uh with detroit what's drew. up detroit drew so listen, man, what I was going to say was if in the comments, <coughs> if you get an opportunity to watch the Hall of Fame speech, you know, we all love Ben Wallace, but y'all got to watch Chris Webber's speech, bro. Chris, Chris Webber represented this city well, well, it mm -hmm. was excellent. He shouted out everybody in the city. He's calling out streets and, and everything, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But on yeah. top of it, so clean and professional with it, man. It was he. He he went down to, through the uh, the Michigan 
you know, uh, teammates and coaches and, and fans. He went he went everywhere, and it was beautiful, man. It was a great speech. Y'all got to go check that out, man. Uh, we you know, King, I, I didn't know he had a relationship with Isaiah Thomas like that, man. Yep. Listen, man, back in the day, they used to all – Isaiah Thomas, Rick Mahorn, all those guys, man, even Dave Bean, they'd be right they in the middle of the ghetto, man. You know what I'm saying? Yep, Teaching people how to play the game. Yep, at, at Saint, uh, Saint Cecilia. They'd yeah, be right yep, there. Yep. You know yep, what I'm saying? They, was in the city. Yeah, they were actually in the city. The city of Detroit, not around it, not outside right. it, in the city, man. And right. like I said, with no security, no nothing, people loved them. You know what I'm saying? They loved us. And that's what I yeah, love about you know, I, I, I see this team, man, because when you look at it too, man, they're doing a lot of stuff to where it looked like those teams of old when we had what we had with Chauncey and all of them, what we had, what we had with the bad boys. Like, they out in the cities. You know, they're putting a stamp on the city. Like I said, I don't know if a lot of y'all got a chance to look at these courts that they putting out here, and it's crazy because that's when we – I'm back to the teal thing again because – uh, the 313 court that they put in one of the courts in the city is which is the one in Lasher, which is one of their courts that they have. Yeah, and so the, the two new courts at, at Chandler Park, uh, uh, Grant Hill himself put those courts yeah. there. So yeah, even man. he's still around, you know what I'm saying? The city yeah. trying to do things, and that's Chandler Park we're talking about, right? <laughs> right. Trying to bring right, man. So yeah, I, I, you know, I'm loving it, man. I was like I say, I was so impressed, man, because you know, you see the the steps and the work that Sadiq put in, right? You see when he, you know, he here to talk. Oh, all he could do is spot up shoot. Yeah, right. He showed you that last night. You know, you hear Isaiah Stewart. Oh, all he gonna be able to do is get scrap points off the boards. Yeah, that's a lie. Put me at the top of the key, keep leaving me open. I'm hitting these things. I, that's the Listen, that's our center at the top of the key off a drive, and, he, and, and it's, a, it's a play. You could tell it's a play. I'm dry, He driving. He rolling out to the top, and it's like. When the last time have we been able to say that all of our big mans on this team can shoot from the yeah. Every yeah. single one of them can shoot yeah. from the That's crazy. And I, and that was my whole thing with Seiku. Because, you know, I know a lot of people like, oh, man, we lost Sekou. But it's like, he don't have a fit with this team. Our team is going to be built around a lot of driving and dishing out, which we haven't had in a long time. A long time. You look at all of our winning teams, we've always had that. Even if you say, well, Ben Wallace couldn't shoot. Well, we wasn't looking for Ben Wallace to shoot because we still had Rasheed. We had Tayshaun. We had Rip Hamilton. We had Chauncey Village. I mean, even when you go to the bench, we had Memoir Accord. Like, we just it, – it's when we had success, it was with these type of teams. We played defense, and our offenses is going to be a lot of driving and dishing out. And I really – like I said, I'm excited because I see us back to that already, man. And not only that, another thing to make noted, man, is that other fan bases are noticing what the Pistons are doing. I've seen that a lot. Usually they talk trash about the Pistons. Oh, the Pistons suck, this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. Everywhere I've been, they said, man, 
the Pistons are going to be scary. The Pistons are going to be scary in the future. They are building something over there. Everyone else is realizing what the Pistons is doing. This is these type of things for our franchises here in the city. You don't hear that too often. And it's so refreshing. So do you guys feel that what, what they're building towards now will be able to be sustainable on how the, you know, the, how the NBA layout is? Because, you know, with this era of the NBA is more of a shooting, you know, type of era. Do so you think this Pistons team, how they're getting orchestrated, will they be able to keep up with what's been going on in, in the NBA? This is the mind of Troy Weaver. And this is why, you know what I'm saying, I follow this team so close. This is Troy Weaver's mindset right here. We, right now, we are at step two of the retooling process. Well, guess what? In the next year and a year after that, we're going to have some legit money. So if I'm going to a free agent and say, hey, look at this roster. More than likely, yeah, I mean, we, we finally got Josh Smith off the books. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? Blake Griffin to be gone off the books, you know what I'm saying, after the season. So it's like, bro, you go, you as Troy Weaver, you go into these guys and say, hey, look at this roster. Now put yourself with this roster. That's a well more convincing argument than some of the trash heaps we done had over the years. That's a fact, man. That's a fact. And you and when you look at it too, you 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 look at it the way that they're building this thing is, you know, um we're in a good position, man, because you look at a lot of these guys and the team right now, you know, a lot of them are in their rookie contracts. And I think what well, Jeremy Grant is probably the most paid guy on the team. But then you also got your veteran players, man. You know, guys, it's, it's, it's like they really put a puzzle together with the right pieces, man. You know, and you can look at those guys, man. Like they hang, you can tell they hang around each other. You know, you can tell that they, you know, it's a, it's a family atmosphere with them guys. It's not that they just showing up to work and work. And I mean, one of the main things I always say, look at Cade Cunningham and Killian. Man, I mean, you could just see Cade just like, you know, giving him the pointers. You know, people got to realize, you know, Killian is 17. You know, he was playing with grown men over there. But as we know, once you get over here, it's a lot different. Different spirit. <clears throat> Cade's been playing on a high level for such a long time, man. And you could just tell those two, man, they're going to benefit off each other. And then, like Big Willie was saying, if these guys can sustain it, Detroit is going to play some defense, man. Oh, yeah. They're going to play some defense, oh, man. Yes. I mean, uh, oh, you can just see that Jeremy Grant. We got Isaiah Stewart. I mean, uh, Sadiq ain't no slouch on D. K. Cunningham. You know, uh, I mean, and then when you go into that bench, man, you, you Diallo, Josh Jackson, yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, Kelly Olenek, you ain't just about to just put him through the rim. You ain't how, doing how that. Many, how many times Kelly Olenek had dudes trying to fight him over the exactly. years? <laughs> you know exactly. Exactly. And, and it's because he's irritating. He's one of those irritating players, man. It's you know, that's the type of stuff we need, man. It's gonna be fun watching these young boys grow. It is, man. It is. It's, it's really, yeah. Uh, it's you know, with it's really bringing some life, you know, to where it's like, okay, you know, we got Michigan right now. They rolling, you know what I'm saying? Even though I hate to say it, state rolling. 
Michigan you know, basketball. Right. Oh, dude, we listen. The Juwan Howard already has the number eight ranked uh recruiting class in 2022 already. You know, uh the energy, I mean the energy is there, man. We just gotta, you know, we it just seems we gotta get these lions, man. We we you know we we gotta get these lions, man. Just, <sighs> That's yeah, gonna be man. tough to do, man. That's gonna be tough to do. Yeah, but man. you know, I I just hope you know, like I said, we got some draft capital this year. I I trust you know that that Brad Holmes is a pretty brilliant uh, man when it comes to using those resources. Like I said, this man haven't had a, a number one draft pick, first round draft pick in years over there with LA. So hopefully he can bring those smarts over here and and really bring some guys in here that's gonna help this team, man. Hopefully. And, yeah. You know, like and him hanging with Troy Weaver. Hope, hopefully, it's contagious, man. It's wow. contagious. <laughs> but Willie's having some difficulties, man. We have approached the two-hour mark, and we try to keep it there with these strings at two hours, man. Um, we went through our our teams. We went through, uh, you know, what what we can expect for this weekend, and um, you know, like I said, we we just want to take this time again to appreciate all you guys for being in here with us, man. Um, and taking the time to listen to us as we talk about these teams that we love here in the uh, in the great state of Michigan. So, um, you know, with that said, you got anything final? You want final thoughts, eh? Uh, I want to say, you know, to uh, all of those who won uh, stuff uh, last week, uh, we're going to get that out this week. I'll get that out to King. Uh, I came down with bronchitis, so I was a little bit out the loop this week, as y'all could probably see, and I hit my inhaler doing this show, you know, got excited. That, that wasn't no inhaler. <laughs> you know, voice uh, got a little dry, but uh, so, uh, and this was just a preview show, you know, to the main show, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, like I said, we it's, it's, it's a big weekend for us. Uh, I think the main show will be this Sunday, right? Yes, I we'll do. be doing this Sunday uh, after the Lions. Well, what time do the Lions play? I didn't hear uh, they play uh, again. I think they play. Uh, let me go check and double sure double check before I say something. All right. I believe it's see the. I believe it's one. Is it one? Uh, uh, Lions play at. They play at one. Oh, it's eleven o'clock. My yeah, time. It's one o'clock. You know, yeah, two hours behind, so, right. You know, we'll have the show after the Lions game, y'all. But uh, we appreciate y'all coming to hang out with us for the you know, pre-show. Uh, that's something we want to also throw in, you know, just to, you know, let y'all know we ain't go just one time y'all a week, you know. <laughs> we'll come and hang out. But uh, I want y'all to know that first 100 uh, subscriber raffle and will be a K Cunningham rookie card in there. I'm going to repeat that again. It will be a Kay Cunningham rookie card. I know that was one of the things I was asked for last week, but uh, you know, uh, that's a milestone for us. We we setting that milestone up, and uh, you know, when we do our other milestones, you know, we'll be, you know, uh, whatever the next milestone is. But we want to get that first one hundred out the way, you know, and we just want you guys to know we appreciate y'all. And I, I saw I got King, man. I mean, it was that was a great show, man. We 
Yeah. We ran and got that uh, Pistons gear, man. I just <laughs> all right on, on, man. I got to get some tail jerseys back, man. We got to get them tail jerseys back, man. And uh, Big Willie, hopefully he can get his Amazon uh, Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> uh, by time, hey, as y'all, if y'all see in the back too, man. Let's look. My heat pressure's even teal, man. I, man, kill game, man. I need them jerseys back, man. And and while we at it, man, if you want to take the time um, to go ahead and, and shout out your um, your your business aspect, if you want to. Oh yeah, most definitely. Y'all always know. Uh, got my own clothing line right now. We're working on the uh, website. It's called Activate Souls. You know, we uh we match up our outfits to go, you know, uh me and my wife, you know, we're big time sneaker collectors. And as you know, as being a sneaker collector, you always run into the, the dead end or like, dang man, they ain't got nothing to go with these shoes. So what we do, we tailor made our, our clothes our clothes to match whatever sneakers that come out. I mean, if it ain't a if we can't match it up, it ain't nothing to go with it. And that's just one of the things we uh we uh you know we live by standby you know you know it's activated souls i start calling line we will the website i'm doing that on my own i'm working on that so we'll have that pretty soon we're rolling out of the summer stuff going into the fall stuff but we do have uh instagram page and uh facebook uh both business pages activated souls so you can hit us up on that if you want to get some stuff so. after, after this show is over i'll um put those links down in the description for y'all so y'all will be able to get to those uh those two sites um but as y'all can see willie is having some technical difficulty difficulties and um you know he bid you guys farewell until sunday so um another thing i did want to make known before we get off of here uh sunday is our official show um we still are going to be doing other things on this channel besides sports um, we're going to mm -hmm. be talking some real life topics and it is going to get real intense on here sometimes. So you guys can definitely uh, look forward to that because, you know, one thing that we all are, um, we are every aspect of our name. We all consider ourselves kings and we raise our kids and we we take care of our families and we have a lot mm -hmm. of life experiences to share with you guys. So uh, you guys can definitely be looking forward to that. Um and like I said, when you, you know, take the opportunity to like this video, share it, share it on your Facebook page, share it, get the word out, man. So we can go ahead and, um, you know, get this, this show rolling, man. And, um, you know, make, make a, a real presence here, um, in this Detroit area when it comes to life, family and sports together. So, um, you know, I appreciate you guys for being here, especially, to you guys that's in the comments, Dave Sloan, <laughs> um, to especially to you guys in the uh, the to the in the comments, I'm fumbling on my words. It's just time to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick you back off of you know. Uh, shout out, known as Jay. You know, David Sloan, Detroit Drew, stopping there. Um, you know, we 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 just really appreciate you guys that coming in here. You know, chill with us. You know, interact with us. Uh, shout out Tyler Fugler, uh, Billy Jones, uh, Maurice Coleman, Don Bird, Eric Williams. Uh, you know, we, we appreciate you guys coming in here and rocking with us. Uh, we are, I want to also say, 
working in the background, man. We are really working. We got some interviews with some players. You know, there's some conversation with some players. Uh, we just want to continue that. We want to build this up, you know. Um, we got some some talks going on, you know. Uh, we want to get to a certain number, and we're gonna have some players on here, man. Y'all gonna get opportunities to talk to some of these players, you know, that we talk about in here, and um, you know, we're gonna have some interviews with them, and we'll have a section where y'all get to ask a question. So. We're working on some big things, and we just really want to continue to build this community. And like King said, you know, it's not going to just be sports. We're going to talk life, you know, because, you know, we all go through life, and we want this to be a community where we all got a shoulder to lean on, where we can all get some therapy from each other and just learn from each other, you know, because we all go through different experiences in life, and we don't always have to go through something to learn from it. We can learn from somebody else's experience. So. Uh, we're, we're, we're working on some big things and we appreciate you guys, you know, who started with us, the ones that's coming with us, you know, we appreciate the likes, the shares, the comments and all of that. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So with, that, <laughs> so with that said, man, uh, each and every one of you have a blessed night. Um, love your loved ones, man. And, and make sure you guys stay safe out there. And we'll catch you guys in the very next show on uh, Sunday. So peace out. All right.